Hello there, folks. Another week has gone by, and so, another episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode's called, I'm Seeing 80 a Day. Hillary and I were looking through some old photo albums the other day. These were from way back in the day when we actually used film and printed photographs. And we found a couple of photos of my daughter, Ari. She was probably 9 or 10 years old, and she was sitting on my mentor, Jim Sigafoos's lap. They both looked really happy. They both looked really comfortable in these pictures, and it reminded me of how much of a grandpa Sig was to Ari. And this included being really protective of her. For instance, he used to love to tell Ari that when she turned 40, she could start going out on double dates with him. (laughs) And until then, she had to wear only three-piece bathing suits. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the photos have me thinking of him even more than usual, thinking especially about his stories. He was the best storyteller. And I memorized all his stories, and I worked hard to put the principles the stories were based on into practice. And in many ways, those stories have become a big part of my story, and, and they come through just about everything I share with you. And the story that I probably heard him tell the most, the one that could really benefit all of us, was about when he was in practice. He'd been in practice about eight years already, and the most he'd ever, the largest number of people he adjusted in a day was 17. And one day a salesman came in to try to sell him some kind of physical therapy equipment. And Sigafus, in an attempt to get rid of the salesman, said, I don't need that. I'm seeing 80 people a day. <clears throat> and the guy agreed. He didn't need it. And he left. And Sigafus celebrated uh, the successful eviction of the salesman. But then he sat down and started to think, <clears throat> wow, 80 people a day. And I think he was charging $3 in adjustment. So in 1962 or whenever this was, 66. a day, I'm rich. (laughs) And this set something in motion, probably innately. And so he started telling people that he was seeing 80 people a day when they asked. He always said that if if they asked him how many he was actually adjusting, he would have said 17. But they never asked him that. They said, how many are you seeing, Sigafus? And that was what he was seeing in his mind's eye. And so he started talking about 80 people. He started feeling 80 people. He started actually moving his body through adjusting 80 people. And it wasn't long before there were actually 80 people a day coming in. So he bumped the number up in his vision. And and anyway, long story short, this led to him seeing 500, 550, up to 600 people a day. And I believe he had the biggest practice in the world at that time. The formula stopped working when he couldn't visualize any more than he was saying. (laughs) Well, for me, the essence and the outcome of that story is quite magical, but it's not magic. And as far as how it worked, I actually don't really consider it the law of attraction. I consider it more the law of perception. For instance, if I decide I want to buy a red Subaru Outback, All of a sudden, I start seeing an incredible number of red Subaru Outbacks out on the road to the point that I don't even want one anymore because everybody's got one. (laughs) Have you ever experienced this kind of thing? Well, so my question is, did 
we attract all those red Subarus onto the road that day? Or, or were we just noticing them because we'd become focused on them? Hmm. Well, in Sig's case, he didn't just wish for 80 people a day. He, he didn't just put that number out to the universe and create a vision board and, and sat back until it all came to him. No, he became the change he wished to see in the world. He spoke what he wanted. He saw what he wanted. He acted as if he already had it. And this resulted in probably the most important part. He felt it. He also felt grateful for it, even though it hadn't manifested yet. He got every aspect of his consciousness aligned with what he wanted, his thoughts, his feelings, his words, his actions. In many ways, he became abundance. And therefore, he was able to change his perceptions. He was able to alter the wiring in his brain so he could align in his consciousness with the flow of abundance that was already there. It was just like seeing red Subarus. He didn't so much attract 80 people a day to himself as he attracted himself to the 80 folks who were already there looking for him. And he taught other things that underline this same principle. He would tell us to never let your feet hit the ground in the morning without first seeing the day unfold as you would like it to. He was reminding us that visualization can be another powerful way to rewire our brains. And of course, he recommended to us what he did, what we used to call phantom adjusting, which means essentially adjusting people who weren't there. If we wanted to see 80 people a day, then we adjusted 80 people a day, even though they were not all there in their earth suits. Uh, so this is really powerful because when we combine visualization with actually moving our body through the new or the different way, I believe that creates the most powerful rewiring of all. And the general moral of the 80 people a day story for me is to act as if, which in many ways is the same as an old African proverb, which is when you pray, move your feet. In other words, take action, take action to move our body and mind through that which we want, because that is a powerful way to create new pathways in our consciousness that take us to what we want rather than taking us to what we don't want. And for me, act as if doesn't mean to act like an actor, doesn't mean to pretend. It simply means to take action. <laughs> Again, it means to put our body and mind intentionally through that which we already know in our heart. To put it through that which we are already in truth, so we can remember it, so we can choose based on it, so we can live it. A few weeks ago, in my episode about learning to ride a backwards bicycle, I mentioned my work with abundance consciousness and all the things I did to help attract myself to the natural and normal state of abundance in the universe. So I started donating 10% of my income. I would imagine $100 bills growing from my body that I would just pluck off in the numbers I needed to pay bills. I affirmed abundance. I worked on my ability to receive. 
I sent checks out to pay bills before the money was in the bank. I, we changed our vocabulary completely. We stopped saying we couldn't afford and started saying we chose not to spend the money. We, we practiced gratitude around the abundance that we hadn't even manifested yet. So many things. And I really feel that because of that, I've just about, I've just about mastered that particular backwards bicycle. <laughs> so whatever your big dream or intention is, I highly recommend SIG's strategy of acting as if you're already living it. And perhaps right after I sign off here, you might take a moment to ponder how you can specifically use this strategy for something that you are working on or would like to work on or have been working on for a long time. Yeah. And in the meantime, stew on that. And I'll see you next week.